Hi, I'm Kat. And I'm Emma. If you love the Dead Prank podcast, you can help support its future using the ACAST supporter feature. Now, it's up to you how much you give and there is no regular commitment. So if you can and you want to, please do hit the link in the show description to support now. Thank you. Thank you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. everybody and welcome to the Dead Prank Club podcast for our one-off Christmas special. Oh, Christmas special, how exciting. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's Kat, I'm Emma and as Kat says we are talking all about Christmas. We're going to be chatting to you about our experiences of Christmas, loads of you have been in touch with your experiences and advice because it might be your first Christmas without a loved one and you're thinking what do I do, who do I turn to, where do I go? Yeah we have absolutely loads to get stuck into today as well as loads of messages from you guys that we cannot wait to read out so let's get cracking. Yeah Merry Shipmas, welcome on board to the Dead Pairing Club. Talk to me about your first Christmas cat. God, it feels like a lifetime ago. And you know what? My mum made Christmas and I didn't even realise that until she died. And I'm like, preach. Why did I not notice this before? Yes, yes. Uh, The first Christmas, I was dreading it because it was literally about six weeks after my mum died because she died on November the 5th anyway. So everything was still pretty. See raw. My dad is fucking useless at gifting, and I mean horrendous. Like to the point where I was working in Pandora on Christmas Eve, and I was like, "I'm not going to get anything decent, so I'm just going to spend all my money." I went into Topshop and just bought the shop basically because I'm a cereal. I'm going to buy stuff to make myself feel better, kind of person. Yeah, I'm working on it. It's trauma. <laughs> Don't judge me. You're in good company. <laughs> I kind of, I, I was just sad about it. Like I did not have any expectation for it to be good at all. We decided not to have it at home and go to my brother's house in Anglesey for kind of a change of scenery. We thought it'd be easier. And it was just very quiet. There's just that undertone of just like grief. Like and I think in that first year, the fact that that person isn't there feels enormous. What, yeah. what was it like for you? Same, there's that elephant in the room, Mm. isn't there? And you know that at some point in the day, someone's going to start... Like, for me, it was my granddad. And I I have so much respect for granddad, my mum's dad, who he will always just talk about those he's lost. And it makes me feel uncomfortable a bit because I think, oh, God, I feel sad. But Mm. I'm like, I wish I was more like you as well. A similar kind of thing to you, Kat. I mean, I... I'm sad that the final Christmas I had with my mum when she was well, I had to work. I was waiting on mm. in a local pub and they basically said- I think I said, was as well, actually. It's annoying, isn't it, that? Because yeah. if only we'd known mm. then. And then the final Christmas, she, you know, she had the cancer, she had a wig on. And I remember we were doing quizzes and stuff and I was on my mum's team. And the following year, and if I'm being really honest, every year thereafter, it has felt 
empty. Yeah. Just there's a big hole there because, Mm -hmm. and like you said, I didn't realize how big that hole was going to be until she was gone. And... I didn't realise because my mum enjoyed Christmas a lot. She yeah, loved it. Love having the family over. Yeah, it, it mm. was. And and I think I really took for granted the fact that when we used to go to Nana and Granda Kay's house on Christmas Day, it felt complete because it was me and my brothers and my older brother's partner and my mum and my Nana and Grandad. And it felt, that, you know, there was a togetherness and you don't ever think that that's going to go anywhere. Yeah. And I wish I could have snapshot those moments, but I didn't know what was going to happen. And I don't know about you, but I've never got over that. Christmas Day, mm. love Christmas. Like, honest to God, I've got my wreath up now. I love it. The mm. build up to it, I'm like, yes, get Mariah Carey on, mm-hmm. get the pogues on, I'm all over it. Yeah. But the day itself, I find utterly depressing. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. And to be fair, even in the run up to Christmas, I'm just always a bit like, mm. I've kind of, this is what a lot of you have said to us as well, which we'll read out later, but I have no expectation of it now, which I think has made it a little bit easier. Like I don't go into it thinking, oh, I can't wait for Christmas. It's going to be amazing. Instead, I just kind of approach it like, okay, it's Christmas. It's a tough time of year. I'm just going to kind of see how it pans out. Yeah. And I think that does make it a lot easier. Mm. I think it's really difficult to do that or to understand how to do that, though, because there is so much pressure on it. Everywhere you turn, every radio station you switch on, every TV channel, on your phone, every shop Mm -hmm. you go into, you cannot escape Christmas. And I understand that whether you've lost someone or not, it can be a very lonely and isolating time for a lot of people. And you you can forgive yourself if all you want is to fast forward to January. Yeah. Or to summer next year. In fact, me too. Yeah. Um, but I'm exactly the same as you, Kat. I think for many years after mum died, I felt an element of pressure to find enjoyment in it and buy people Stressful. presents. And yeah, now I don't buy presents except for my nephew. And this mm. year I buy for my new baby niece. Yeah, That's it. That's it. Because do you know what? I don't want to add to an already stressful time. I don't expect any gifts. I don't want any gifts. And I will be in the company of my family. But there will be that hole there. Yeah, I do think that for those first couple of years afterwards, I tried to supplement the loss by spending a lot of money on gifts for a lot of people. Like I've got a very, very big family and you can kind of get carried away and I would spend hundreds and hundreds of pounds to try and supplement this like huge hole that I feel. I do love giving people gifts. Like it does make me really happy, but it never actually really did the job either. (laughs) No, it Um, doesn't. But this, like this year will be the first year that, my whole family will be together, like me and my brothers and my dad, since that year that my mum died on Christmas Day, which I'm I'm looking forward to. But I do just think, like, it's like what you said on social media and everything. I think I think social media makes Christmas worse, like makes us feel worse about it because everybody is posting photos with their family. Everybody is like, oh my God, like so grateful for my mum and my dad or whatever, which I'm like, you know what? That's I'm so happy for you. That's lovely. But it does just exacerbate that thing where it's like, we're having the perfect Christmas and you're not having. Mm. Like, and, and they don't mean to do that, but that's how you feel. And you know what? Unfortunately, they might even be covering an emptiness mm. as well by doing that. It's like the whole, you know, matching pajamas with like daddy yeah. elf, mummy elf and all that on yeah. it. And you're like, I don't have a mummy yeah. elf. Can we not please? I can't buy this pack. <laughs> yeah. He was going to wear it. <laughs> just got like an empty set of pajamas just on the sofa. Oh. <laughs> But I think you're right. I think because, and unfortunately, without, I know I'm veering off slightly, we live in a society now where a lot of 
things are about perception. Mm-hmm. It's about, and it's also about perceived success, perceived happiness. I must be seen to be doing well. And that's why the Dead Parent Club podcast is here to tell you it's okay to be falling apart. Yeah. Like you'll pick up those pieces and yeah. put them back together. But please, please know that Kat and I, if you're not like jumping through bloody rainbow coated <laughs> glitter, yeah, on on Christmas yeah. Day, even on the run up to Christmas, yeah, now. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like it's okay. You feel however you need to feel, and don't feel that you have to buy into you know what society tells you you mm-hmm. should be doing. Yeah. Do you do anything on Christmas Day? Yes. Um, that so your mum used to do, or remind you of your mum, or anything like that. What we do is I always buy my mum a Christmas card, mm-hmm. write it, laminate it, because obviously rain, we live in England. And um, we all travel to the grave. Get judged for not buying an envelope for it. Yeah. You've not got an envelope. No, because she's dead. <laughs> Just give me the card. Thank you. <laughs> so we all go together to mum's grave and, you know, Nana and Grandad would lay a wreath and we'd put the cards down and we'd have a moment and Grandad would like probably get a bit upset and talk about things. Obviously now we don't have Nana and I don't know if you've listened to other episodes, but my Nana was my mum as well. Like Mm. the two of them were my women. And so we will do the same for her. And that is, it aches, you know, that on Christmas day, I'm traveling to the graves of the two people that Mm. I would choose to be with them before I choose to be with anyone in this world. If I could have Christmas, just me, my mum and Nana. Oh my God. I will have dreams about that happening because it would just be. What would that look like? We'd be sat around Nana's old kitchen table. Mm -hmm. It would be the three of us. They'd have a glass of, well, they'd have a bottle of (laughs) some sort of fizz. Mm -hmm. Not expensive, just a cheap one. Bit of books fizz. Yeah, bit of books fizz. (laughs) Nana would be, Nana would cook the chicken dinner like Mm -hmm. she always did. Mum would be telling Nana how lovely a roast were and mum's cheeks would be getting a bit plump because (laughs) she's had a few bottles probably (laughs) of fizz. And we would be laughing and joking. And then we'd be saying, oh, we'd be arranging the next time we'd be going out us three girls together what about you do you do things to honor your mom yeah so like I said like my mom made Christmas she was great at gift giving and she just loved having everybody there my dad always says you know she didn't do anything in the kitchen on Christmas day I did it all I'm pretty sure that's bullshit I'm pretty sure he's put burners on trumpet whatever (laughs) one thing my mom did do is like she always made this like white sauce I'm not gonna lie I didn't even like it that much but I am obsessed with making sure I have it every year last year I hosted Christmas dinner at my house it was just me and my then boyfriend and my dad but I started crying because I couldn't get this freaking white sauce right. And I was like, I need to get it right. Like, and I ended up, we ended up not having it because I was stressed. And like, oh. just something funny like that. I don't know why I'm like that. But the same as you, I would do anything to Christmas Day with my mum again. And I think, you know, similar, it would just be a really easy day of just really good food. Her probably doing my head in about something. <laughs> but we'd both, my mum always gave me a book. She always put a book in my stocking on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. And I can just imagine us just sat in the afternoon with cheese and biscuits and a bottle of Baileys and just both of us reading our like Christmas books. That's what we always used to do. Oh. I always used to get stuck into a book on Christmas day. So that would be probably what I would love to do now. But, cheese and biscuits and a bottle of Baileys sounds like yeah. bliss, but my stomach's like turning over yeah. just thinking about what it'd be like the next day. <laughs> <laughs> if you could have just a minute with your mum to talk about Christmas, what would you say? I think I would tell her like how excited I was like for this year in particular, like how excited I was to be with my brothers and my dad and my nephews and stuff and kind of let her know that on that day, I'll be thinking of her probably more than definitely way more than usual because she would absolutely 
love to be there. She loved to be around my family. And I think, I don't know, I just tell her that all of us are doing our best, trying to make her proud and trying to keep, I know that when she died, I think one of the biggest things for her was making sure that the family stuck together and were there for each other. And I'd like to think that that is, that is what we're doing. Like, you know, me and my brothers have gone through a bit of a hard time lately. And I think we're all trying to step up to the plate and be there for each other. So I think, I hope that she'd take peace in that. I'm sure she would. I'm sure she would. What about you? I would say, Mum, I miss you. I wish you were here at Christmas because it's never the same since you've been gone. I would give anything just to have you on your own at Christmas. Even <laughs> if it's just me and you, I don't care. I just want to hug you like jump in your bed on Christmas morning mm. and say happy Christmas and give you a big squeeze mm. and then I just want to eat with you laugh with you and I want to spend the rest of our lives appreciating each other and going out for food and doing things yeah. that I see mothers and daughters do and I think I'd just say you know it doesn't matter what's going on in my world bit good bad or neither I never, ever stop thinking about you. I never don't ache and yearn to just be in your company, hear your voice, listen to you, talk to you one more time. I think that's what I would say. And loads of you have been sending your messages in. On the Dead Parent Club podcast uh, Instagram, we asked you to send your messages in for your parents. Do you mind if I start with Libby's? Go for it. Libby Goldring got in touch and said, my mum had Alzheimer's and as a result, I went into foster care. She partially watched me grow and change from a lost little girl to someone she'd be proud of. When we were growing up, there were so many Christmases that we didn't have presents because we couldn't afford them. I've since gone to university to become a social worker, bought a house, got engaged, and have been a social worker for three and a half years now. Every Christmas, I remember having nothing, but now I'm able to have a lovely Christmas remembering her as she died in December, and I hope that she'd be proud. I've no doubt she'd be very proud as well, Libby. Katrina also messaged in and said, I wish my mum knew my two-year-old twin girls and my almost four-year-old boy. There is something about having girls that makes me miss her more. I want to know what it was like parenting me at that age and how she was so organised. I think you and I can probably relate to that because mm. I know we both want children. And yeah. I, I've often thought of that, Katrina, that if I ever have a daughter, I will probably have a better insight into how my mum felt towards yeah, me. Absolutely. I, my, my friend recently had a baby girl and I was sat with her the other night and I said, like, how much do you love her? Like Aww. when you look at her and she started crying and she was like, I can't describe to you. Like it's... I never experienced it to be like this. It's on another on another level. And I, was, I said to her then, I can't wait for it. I can't, I can't. wait to feel what my mum felt. Yes, like. because I think yeah. that will be both beautiful and tinged with sadness mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because we will never know until that time just yeah. how much we were yeah. loved. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm not sure how to pronounce this, but I'm going to go with Raven Sky. I am guessing so. Has been in touch to say, thank you, mom, for sacrificing everything for me. Every happiness I've had is because of you. <laughs> and somebody with the Instagram name Comp Jim Jam said... They cried for four hours last year because I couldn't remember how to make her gravy. That, that, that you can relate. Me. I can relate. <laughs> gravy, white sauce, yeah. whatever it may be. We're here for the tears. <laughs> it's okay to cry. Yes, fine. it is. Yes, it is. So many more of you messaged in as well. And we will definitely be sharing those on the Instagram over the next couple of days. I'm sure it'll bring lots of you comfort to know that other people feel the same way. Certainly. And we're going to give you our advice as well. You know, if this is your first Christmas without a loved one or if you're just struggling without a loved one and it's been years and years but you're struggling we're going to give you some advice and we asked you guys the dead parent club podcast listeners to get in touch with your advice sofster.dk got in touch and said don't try and feel festive if it's not there don't force it new year's eve was harder than christmas for me personally how do you find new year's eve underwhelming mm. yeah <laughs> very i don't mark it i don't last last year i had a dominoes i was in bed by yes. time. <laughs> I love that. That is the story of my life. Normally, mm. I have a picky tea mm. um, and a herbal tea with me. And the same thing, I'm in bed before Big Ben Bongs. Yeah, it's... Big Ben Bongs. <laughs> Wonderful literature. But that is another thing, you know, because I think as well, we talk about Christmas. There's that weird period between Christmas and New which Year. Is which is gross. Yeah, horrid. Because mm-hmm. who are we and what we're doing yeah. in that time period? <laughs> then there's New Year's Eve where everyone's talking about new beginnings yeah. and setting things up. And you might feel like shit. And mm-hmm. do you know what? That's okay. Little statistic that I can't remember, so I'm going to make it up. <laughs> 70% of people who, yeah, yeah. Emma Jones once said, 70% of people who made a New Year's Eve resolution didn't stick to it. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> like aggressive. Not the people's resolutions. <laughs> so Unless your resolution is to go into the new year talking about your parent even more. I don't yeah. want to hear it. Yeah, and looking after yourself. Yeah, and... well, yeah I'm true. I'm yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. Okay, there are a couple of things yeah. that you can, you can be doing, okay? <laughs> But if it's anything that could be self-deprecating in any way, yeah. don't put pressure yeah. on yourself. If you are improving yourself, don't make it hard. Don't say five gym sessions a week because yeah. nobody's going to do it, okay? Unrealistic. It's yeah. not. And I, well, I just don't set them. I just don't do them. I'm mm-hmm. like, I wake up on New Year's Day and I'm like, well, it's, uh, it's just another day. <laughs> Let's be honest, isn't yeah. it? Yep. Okay, Jail Bennett Six said, who cares about traditions? Ride your own wave and do what makes you feel best. Yes to this. I think sometimes we can feel the pressure to like make Christmas the same as it always was when they were alive and that's not going to happen. I'm really sorry if you have those expectations, but you have to, it's like, you know, we say that you have to navigate a new normal when somebody dies. You, have a, you also have to navigate a new Christmas because unfortunately it's not going to be the same. You can honor them in little ways, which I think is lovely, like whether that's going to where they were buried or where you scattered their ashes or just a place that means a lot to you. Write them a note, write them a Christmas letter, make their favorite food, watch their favorite film. There's wonderful ways that you can kind of honor them. Um, But don't 
kind of feel the pressure to keep things as they were, mm. let things change. Yeah, and what sometimes brings me comfort is knowing, is remembering that from when I was a very small child, um, through to when my mum died, Christmas changed anyway. Mm. It changes. Yeah. It changes, and what it represents changes as you grow up. Um, I don't know if that'll bring you any comfort at all, but I kind of take a bit of comfort in knowing actually my Christmas might have been different now anyway. Yeah, albeit my two women would be in my world. Mm. Tiff McCary's been in touch. They say, "Grieve however you want to grieve." celebrate or don't celebrate it's your choice there can be a lot of pressure to feel like you need to see certain people around christmas family in particular mm -hmm. which do you know what if you don't get on with your family or mm -hmm. they're going to make you feel rubbish you don't feel obliged to see them and yeah. if you do if it's absolutely not optional please just remember it's one day right yeah. it is one day you're in christmas right. the day after or yeah like two days later like yeah. redo christmas day the way that you would have liked to have done it but if your family are totally not like you and mm. maybe they don't grieve like you or they're all, re all really upbeat and loving it mm. you're, that doesn't mean you're in the wrong just because there's more of them than there are of you yeah. doesn't mean you're in the wrong yeah absolutely agree with that like wholeheartedly Grace Horton, 1612, said, even though you're sad, it's still okay to enjoy Christmas. You shouldn't feel guilty for smiling. I love that. Mm, That's yeah. a really nice message, actually. It is, because we've torn Christmas apart. Yeah, we have. Haven't we, really? So, Grace, thanks for bringing us back down to <laughs> Thank it. you for bringing the tone up, <laughs> yeah. Grace. Appreciate you. Because you know what? It's true. Yeah. If you find, you know, even if your parents or parents died recently or somebody that you love died recently and you find yourself actually getting excited for Christmas, don't feel guilty. That's okay. They would have wanted you to do that. Not to sound like a cliche, but they would. They would. They would want you to feel however you mm -hmm. need to feel. But I know if I died, I would want the people I loved and people in general just to be happy. <laughs> Everyone. Yeah. Just be happy, guys. <laughs> you might find, even if you're like, oh, this is a great bit of stuffing. All these roasties mm. are really nice. And that brings you a little bit Crispy of joy. That's, oh, oh, you can't bloody gosh. beat them, can you? They're so good. Um, see, Christmas does have it, its perks, doesn't it? You know the food for me. 100%. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Chelsea NC has been in touch saying being thankful for those that are still sitting around the tree gratitude baby yes love it. yeah and do you know what i know you and i have spoken previously cat at certain times about how we can almost feel anger towards the people mm. that are still around us mm. and sometimes it is important if they're good people around you just to remember do you know what one day they might not be here so i'm going to appreciate them while they are yeah <laughs> Sorry, I was listening to you then, but I had a tune in my head then. It just went, all I want for Christmas is the DPC. <laughs> Let's get it trending. It's like going around my head. <laughs> really appreciate what you said there, though, that's all I could think about. I'm glad that what I said was that profound. <laughs> all I want for Christmas is the DPC. Rocking around the DPC. <laughs> Do you know what? Just on that, if you've got any songs that would work with the DPC, please, send them please do send them in. We'd love to hear oh them. We'll sing them for yeah. you. That might cheer you up. Um, anyway, <laughs> another bit of advice, um, as well as making up songs, from Lily Warren, invite the tough emotion instead of pushing it away. Don't feel bad for feeling good. So, for feeling good. So similar to what we said before, you know, don't feel guilty for feeling good. And also sit with those emotions. If you want to have half an hour on Christmas Day to just like journal or listen to some sad songs, I quite like to listen to some really sad songs I played at my mum's funeral and just let myself have a bit yeah. of a cry. Get out of the way in the morning. Yeah, just do it. Yeah. Just do, do you know what my song was that I always remember? Do you remember Leona Lewis? It's been the longest winter oh, yeah. without you. <laughs> I don't know who <laughs> it's it's too much singing yeah. is. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no one's going to sign if, us anytime soon. If anyone's listening still, <laughs> we are sorry. Um, fortunately, on most podcast apps, you can fast forward 15 <laughs> seconds. 
I remember that came out like the Christmas before mum died mm. and my boyfriend had split up with me, I think, and all this. And I remember I was working at the works, the bookshop at the time, and I remember sitting there in my Fruit of the Loom big baggy top on the end of my bed. <laughs> mum in, in her poorly bed, I think she was downstairs. My boyfriend had dumped me and I just had that song on. <laughs> so like now whenever I hear it, I go back to that time, but in a different way. It's yeah. almost like therapeutic because I'm like, look how far I've come. Yeah. Not far at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I hear my Fruit of the Loom top crying on Christmas Day. <laughs> It's fine. Everything is fine. <laughs> Nothing to see here, Leona Lewis. Um, and finally, Love Island's very own, oh, Shauna, Shauna Phillips, got yeah. in touch with the Dead Parent Club podcast on Instagram to say, it's just a day, a long but shit day, but still, it's just a day. Yes, it goes back to what I said earlier. You know, it is just a day and I think we can make it into such a huge thing in our heads beforehand. I think all the pressure around us to have a good time, all the adverts, the decorations, all of it. And what builds up to this one day, we're actually... It's all about the food. Really. Yes. Yeah. Just think <laughs> of it as food really day. About. And yeah. it makes it a bit better. A day you get an exceptional race. Yes. <laughs> Do you know what I think though? And I, I reckon you're going to agree with this because you're a bit like me. Mm. That half the problem with Christmas day is it seems to start so early. Oh yeah. Especially, you know, if there's kids in your family, which is completely natural, it seems to start so early and it feels like a really long day. Mm. So you wake up and it's dark and you go to bed and it's dark, which we're kind of doing <laughs> anyway. But you are forced to just sit with yourself mm. like with your thoughts you're surrounded by people likely who knew your loved one who were either their sons daughters mothers yeah. fathers brothers sisters so there's a constant reminder of them mm. you can't there's, run away you can't <laughs> escape and mm. I spend a lot of my time busying myself mm. to escape and so on that day part of my dread is Oh my God, it's only two o'clock in the afternoon. I've got to do this for another <laughs> eight so hours. so much washing up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think that is a thing that mm. we we dread is, it feels long, like Shauna says, it feels long and it feels heavy because like you can't just get up and leave and go, yeah. oh, I've got some work to do. Yeah, and it's nowhere, Christmas nowhere's day. open. You can't go and do yeah. anything like that. And, and, you know, we are reminded of, those it shines a light mm. on who we've lost it really does because, i cry every year yeah I, there is absolutely no way that i will get through christmas day without a few tears which is absolutely fine <laughs> yeah that's just me on a daily basis yeah. oh, yes we try the same <laughs> i cry every day i started a new job recently like a month ago and i probably already cried at least five or six times to them <laughs> which is fine <laughs> um, this is me <laughs> <laughs> no but it actually is okay yeah, like yeah. i really really want to stress that that crying is fine just because mm. like at some point in time somebody might have made you feel like it's not okay okay to cry doesn't mean it's not yeah. it's there for a reason it's there to help us release the emotion that we're mm -hmm. feeling so we, in the same way we laugh we don't feel bad for laughing this is emma jones your expert statistician 100 yeah. of people <laughs> feel better after crying <laughs> can confirm <laughs> please feel free to reference in your dissertation <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want my credits. Thank you. <laughs> Is there any advice, any other advice that you would give to our lovely listeners? Oh, you know what? It's tough. That's it. There's your advice. <laughs> I feel like that could be a full stop at the end of that. Stop. It's fucking tough. Yeah, just take it at your own pace. Like you do every day, wake up and just get through it. And if some moments make you smile, that's amazing. If you hate every second of it, that's fine. Wake up the next day and try and make that day a little bit better. Mm. You know, it is just a day and you can do this. And if you have to be around people that make you feel shit, mm. please try and remember it won't always be like this. 
Mm-hmm. You won't always have to be around these people. Like Kat says, it is just a day. If you feel you have to hide how you feel, have a moment for yourself in the bathroom yeah, or definitely. take yourself off and do whatever you need to do to make yourself. And also don't feel pressure to, you know, if celebrations don't finish till 10 o'clock at night, that doesn't mean you can't leave at six. Yeah, You don't have to be there. You don't have to do things that you don't want to do. Put yourself first. This yeah. is your Christmas present. Is me and Emma telling you to put yourself first. So it can't get any worse. Yeah. Let's be honest, if that's your Christmas <laughs> present. But we, know, we do hope that your Christmas goes by as well as it can do. And I don't know, we hope that this has been useful. If it is useful, please let us know. And if you're feeling a bit low or you want to share with with us how you are feeling, you can get in touch with us on the socials and via email. Yeah. We'll be sharing more advice and lead up to Christmas and more of your stories. If you do want to get in touch and put up your own message to be shared on the group, then let us know. You can drop us a DM on Instagram at Deprenkle Podcast, on Twitter at DPC Podcast, on Facebook at Deprenkle Podcast, or send us an email at hello at deprenkle.co.uk. Merry shitmas. Merry shitmas, everybody, and have a better new year. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.